This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Duke, Brian Baldinger, and Jason Lacanfora. Uh, you touched a little bit, Nick, on the Saturday night game, which, which I, I'm with you. I think that's a close game. I think that's way too many points for Dallas is presently constituted to be giving up. Um, Anything else with that game that catches your eye in terms of, of totals or props? I, I like Jameer Gibbs to do the job. I like C.D. Lamb to do the job. The lines have really struggled against slot guys. Anything that stands out for you? Yeah, I, I do think that if you, like whether it's you guys or the person listening, like if if you think, and, and I actually, I do think that this sets up as a game. It's a good spot for Dallas. Coming home after a couple losses on the road, they've been amazing at home, obviously. And look, like maybe Campbell's such a good coach that he doesn't let the team like let down here a little bit. But it kind of feels like they had their emotional moment last week, right? Winning the division for the first time in 30 years since it was the NFC Central. Shout out to the old heads that remember that, of course. Um, On the road in Minnesota, I I think the sets up is a great spot for Dallas to win the game. And if Dallas is going to win the game, I think we've seen, and look, Montgomery exited the game for a while on Sunday, so all the Lions were ahead. Jameer Gibbs got used a lot, which is not usually what happens. Usually it's David Montgomery. Just as an aside, I, I think there's a chance Jameer Gibbs is already like the second or third best running back in the league behind Christian McCaffrey. The guy, the guy's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that's true, right? That like Gibbs probably stands to be more of the guy in the Lions backfield if they're trailing this week than David Montgomery. I think the point spread's perfect. If it were five and a half, I'd bet Dallas. If it were six and a half, I'd bet Detroit. That's my, my honest appraisal of it. The total JLC is 53 and a half, which in 2023's NFL, like might as well be Hot. 70. Yeah. And uh, honestly, like, I still think it goes over. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, would never bet the under. I still would think it goes over. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Okay. Baldy, any individuals that you look at in this game and feel well, like could, could I mean, stand out, no. maybe even besides the obvious? Well, I, you know, I, I'm, 
it, it really comes down, honestly, I think this game is going to be over 53. And it really comes down to Jared Goff taking care of the football on the road. I mean, you saw, you know, the problems he had in Baltimore this year and the problems that team mm-hmm. had. They, they, they didn't look like they were there, where, where they are right now. But they can run the ball. And that's Dallas's biggest issue right now is they changed their defense last week. Marquise Bell did not start. Um, they put Jairon Curse in there at linebacker. They're undersized up front, and that's exactly what Detroit can exploit. So the one-two punch, I don't know Montgomery's health right now, but if he could go, he'll go. I just think, like, that's the challenge for Dallas, to be able to stop a really good running football team and a good offense line, because that's what they're going to see in the playoffs, wherever they play. So that's that's kind of what I'm looking at. And I I think CD's going to go crazy tonight uh, or, or Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just think he has one of those games. Not, maybe not what we saw from Amari Cooper, but – for them to go away from CD like they did last week after the start he had just seems bizarre. I think they kind of make up for it this week. Uh, there's, uh, I guess, the de facto NFC South title game this weekend. Saints at Tampa. Um, they seem to be two teams maybe headed slightly in, in different directions. This thing, I think, opened around three, three and a half. Uh, the Bucks at home. Uh, now favored more like two and a half. The over unders been around forty two and a half. Uh, Nick, I've I've played the under here already. You know, Tampa's allowed eleven offensive touchdowns at home all season. It's third best in the NFL. The Saints for the season are sixth in offensive touchdowns allowed. These two teams got together earlier this year and and couldn't get anywhere near forty, let alone forty three. Saints divisional games, highest scoring one's been 39 total points. Um, I, I look at, you know, Tampa at home. Tampa hasn't played a game at home that's gone to 44 points since week two. Um, are you with me on the under? Is anything standing out for you here? I don't I don't think I would and look like the your your bet can win, obviously. I don't think I'm gonna bet the other side. So I think you've kind of like your opinion matters more than mine because you've actually bet it. Um I I I think like New Orleans sometimes gets sucked into these games against teams and and Tampa is kind of like has been one of these teams with Canales calling the shots, right? Where they run a really high volume of plays. They pass the football a ton. And uh, like the the game that did, last week's game against Jacksonville didn't go over. It's just like an affront against humanity, honestly. Also, I bet the over and I lost, which is maybe why I think that. So I, I wouldn't bet the under in the game. I'm also not going to bet the over. I can be really quick here. Uh, I took three with New Orleans just because I felt like the number, candidly, like a eh, betting conversation, right? I felt like that number was never going to last. Like Tampa should be favored right. in the game. So like I'm not I'm not here telling you New Orleans should be favored like they should the, the Bucks should be favored just that like when you have two teams of a really similar caliber get together especially the second time they've played and the point spreads three I think generally not a hundred percent of instances but generally betters are gonna look at the underdog in that spot and want to take the three points and we've come off three and now I think that's right and my sense is barring some kind of like injury situation we don't know about right now I think this is our close for the game is Tampa favored by by less than three prop wise. Um, the guy that I would look at and he's been going nuts all season. It's a square bet would be Mike Evans, Marshawn Lattimore, not expected back for this game. Those two have obviously tangoed mm-hmm. throughout their, their entire career. Um, and Baker obviously has yeah. had shown it a great affinity for Mike Evans. And why wouldn't you, he's going to the hall of fame on the first ballot. It looks like now. So that would be a prop look for me in the game. I, now I think the point spreads perfect. So that that's all I have on this, on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if Lattimore, I might, I might lean towards new Orleans because of the style of play. 
and how they love to play man coverage and really force the quarterback to be perfect. But I just don't think uh, right now that uh, the New Orleans Saints have just enough to really slow, like really keep this score down. I mean, I think the under is probably not a bad play here, but I like the way Tampa is playing all the way around. And I don't think it's going to stop here. I think that they could sew up the division with a win right here. Do you think Tampa could make noise in the playoffs, Bobby? Uh, and I'll say, you know, I'll say win a game because for that division, right? Well, it's I mean, it's going to be the same thing game. as last year. They're going to host the Cowboys and get, get smashed in the, in, the, in the wild card game. Yeah, I mean, if they have to play a team that has firepower like Detroit, like, uh, you know, I think they might struggle if they had to play a team like, you know, Philadelphia. I think Rams. Philadelphia just physically, you know, can beat them up, um, you know, and make things difficult for the quarterback. But there's probably a matchup out there. Like, I don't think they could beat the Rams right now. You know, if they would see him. No. So yeah. I, I think there might be maybe one or two where they can hang, depending on how they finish these last two weeks. I mean, that, that division winner is uh, going to host Dallas. Nick, like, that's what it's going to be. And they're going to get – whoever it is is right, going to get slammed right. in that game. Yeah. I mean, unless – yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested to see that spread, Tampa at home against Dallas. I, I bet I would end up taking Tampa. Tampa's running the ball a lot better I, now with Rashad White than they had been. That's what I'm saying. I think they should control the clock a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they couldn't do anything yeah. like that last and year. And they'll stick, they showed a stick-withedness. Yeah. Like, there's some games where Rashad White's averaging 2-5 in the first half, but they still go back to him in the second half, and then the levy breaks a little bit. Like, yeah, I don't know. So, I, I, I'll tell you. So, lately. If Tampa wins out, so Tampa beats New Orleans and beats Carolina, uh, I th- Dallas would be favored by more than three and less than six in the okay. wild card game. Right. Okay. And I, I bet I would take those points. Um, Falcons and Bears is an interesting one. Uh, we've got week two of Heineke, right? We've got the Justin Fields uh, saying his goodbye tours in, in Chicago. Uh Bears are not scoring many points at all uh, lately, certainly not through the air. Atlanta's a tough team to figure, right? It had been an elite defense, but they got pierced a little bit uh, last week. This thing has been sitting around Chicago minus three, which we know for that sort of home field advantage is really they're just saying pick a team, right? I mean, a dome team going to Chicago and they're only getting three. Um 38 is is low, right? But not terribly low. Not not the lowest of the low by this year's standards. Are you on anything here, Nick? Yeah, I'll I'll keep this one really short also. And some games I'll have like a deeper opinion on. It's a point spread conversation for me. I think this will close less than three. This is kind of like two mediocre teams playing each other. I don't think one should be favored by three. So like last week, I bet Arizona, I was wrong. Like Bears won that game, won by 11. I think what we learned in that game, or what I learned at least, is that Arizona is not a mediocre team. Arizona right now is trending more towards being a bad team at the end of the season. And we'll see how this goes, obviously, on the road at Philadelphia this week. And what's a pretty interesting game, Baldy. I know you'll be on the call of that game. So I think both of these teams are mediocre. Um, one team's getting three. I'll be, keep it really simple here. I took the three with Atlanta. My sense is, is that this will close less than three. So I think Falcons plus three, it doesn't mean the bet's going to win, but I think come kickoff on Sunday, it will prove to be a valuable bet that I've made. Chicago's played, I saw Atlanta play great defense against Indianapolis last week. Outside of the first drive, they couldn't do anything all day. And they dominated that game. Taylor Heineke didn't turn the ball over, got the ball to its playmakers. And they look like they look like a pretty good team. Uh, Chicago has played much better defense in the last six weeks 
much better. Like they're they're actually a good defense right now. I would take the under in this game, but I think it's kind of pick them right now. I don't know what the weather's going to be like, Nick or Jason. Like if that's going to affect things. Yeah, uh, it doesn't like, look like it's going to be bad. Over. Like they, they have a chance. Yeah, I mean there there is the occasional wind wind uh, gust up to thirty miles an hour. Although those forecasts. When they predict wind gust in the middle of the week, I tend to find by the weekend they have no idea what the hell they're talking about. 30 degrees, it um, some change. light snow. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that's 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 going to be an interesting spot. I haven't played that game. I, I do lean a little bit to the under. Uh, Packers-Vikings, does that light your fire at all, Nick? So this is one where I, I don't think – I guess people, you, you could bet the game now, obviously. I think there's a lot that we have to learn about what's going to happen in this game. First and foremost, who are the Minnesota Vikings starting at quarterback? I have no inside information, but I think reading the tea leaves, I think Jaron Hall yeah. is going to start this game for the Vikings yep. on Sunday night. Um, M- Mullins is kind of like he's Jameis Winston. Like he's like the baseball equivalent of the three true outcomes, right? The home run, the strikeout or walk. Uh, Mullins yeah. is touchdown, interception or fumble on like almost every play. It's like insanely entertaining. But I mean, do you guys, do you want yeah. that as your quarterback? Obviously, when you're trying to make the playoffs, probably not. So I, I, I think Dobbs' ship has sailed and it was a great story for a yeah. little bit. And I'm not even criticizing like the young man. He's been great this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'll be Jaron Hall. So I think as betters, the question that you have to ask yourself, and if you're not a better, I think this stuff's pretty interesting, right? You don't have to be a better to kind of like answer these questions. So let's say today, Jason, like you report, somebody reports Jaron Hall starting for the Minnesota Vikings. What happens in the betting market? The Packers are going to get bet. Like Green Bay is yeah. going to get bet when that's in it. The rookie fifth rounder from BYU is going to start in this primetime game with like basically like an elimination game in the NFC. Yeah. Uh, the, we will see Green Bay get bet. But... On the Green Bay front, we have a couple things that are interesting as well. Jair Alexander, who, like, I'm a little worried about, honestly, because I think this dude's like, I don't even want to, like, make, because I feel like something's, like, up with this guy. So he's not playing in the game. I don't think Christian Watson's going to play. Didn't practice on Wednesday with his hamstring. Like, we'll see on him. We think Jaden Reed's going to be back. Practiced yesterday in a limited fashion on Wednesday. Wicks didn't practice yesterday. So, like, okay, what's the most likely outcome here? For me, Reed plays, Hall starts, Watson and Wicks don't play. What do right. you think the that's going to be if and when that happens? I, I think it's going to be a pick em. I think this Green Bay is going to get bet, and I think this closes like flip a coin, pick the winner of the game. And I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to end up with the ticket on the Minnesota Vikings, but I need to wait to make sure that all of those things happen. So again, that's kind of like what you as a better have to ask yourself. What's your opinion when all of these things happen? And that'll dictate the bet that you end up making. 